So you're saying to yourself, yo, sir, dude, I wanted to see Kevin Smith in Halifax, Nova Scotia, but the motherfucker sold out. Well, after I shed a tear for you, I highly recommend bookmarking csmod.com. That's the place on the worldwide interwebs to see all upcoming Smodco shows, updated with linky links to Tiki Tickets. Say it with me, baby. csmod.com. Nice. Ooh, I just got a little hard there. So, you're saying, yo, sir, dude, I love sir, and I want to show the world. Wear your sir love with our official t-shirts, biatch. Fishies have no eyes. Let us fuck. Jay and Silent Bob get old. The Garmy. There's also posters, action figures. There's so many to choose from. Grab your smirch at smodcast.com. Scroll down and click on merchandise. With clever meme, with funny tweet, I'll never leave my office seat. Those who think they know what's right... Listen on Sundays to NetHeads, all right? You've got to throw some cold water on this situation. Start talking about nerd stuff. You know, nerd culture is mainstream now, so when you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins. Hello, everybody. Welcome. Somber Sunday on NetHeads. My name is the Angel of Death. <laughs> yeah, jo- joining us today is the Grim Reaper. My name's uh, not him, but Trent Hunsaker. <laughs> okay, I'm Will Wilkins. I uh, hope you're all having a fine day if you're listening to I live. Great. If not, don't forget, uh, you can... Well, actually, if you are listening live, this message really doesn't apply to you. And if you're not listening live... No, wait a minute. If you're listening live, the message <laughs> does apply to you. Yes. If you're not listening live, then you already know that you can just go to smodcast.com to subscribe to later shows or mm-hmm. past shows or the current show that you are already listening to um, if you're not listening live. Yeah, I'm you can do downloads. You can you can even go over to iTunes or if you're even using a Zoom, which I know a few of our listeners do, you can listen there as well. A few of those people, them folk. Um, those of you listening live know we're starting a little late. Those of you that aren't, you have no idea why you're only getting a one-hour show. That's fine. I'm okay with that. Um, today has not been what I would call the best day. So uh, the reason why we are starting late is because, unfortunately, uh, my wife's cat of 18 years, 17 or 18 years, somewhere in that, well, it's got to be 17. I've been, anyway, neither here nor there. Uh, unfortunately, uh, he he reached the end of the line. And so I uh, had, to, had to tend to that because... You know, it's the glorious life of a podcaster. I, uh, I'm here and, uh, living life and, and that's just the way it is, right? Because you, you care about the people, Will. You know what I mean? Not that you don't care about cats that are, you know, well beyond their age, but the people, they, they've come to expect things and you're here to deliver. Yeah. Well, actually, the truth is, mm, I wasn't a heartless prick. I, um, I did, uh, say to my wife, you know, I, I don't, I don't think I'm going to do a show and she said, oh, no, no, go ahead. And so here I am. I'm I'm up here, and uh, I'm glad to be here with you all. If you want to take part in the program, you can. Hashtag NetHeads on Twitter is the uh, thing to do, or you can go ahead, and if you're listening live, you can give us a call, 866-610-9455, or in the uh, 925 area, it's 925 <laughs> by one elk. 
buy one elk and get the next one free. Speaking of which, I got to tell you, I think it's uh, our good uh, Twitterer, ZDigital13, yes. who, who has put together a T-shirt for NetHeads that just, <laughs> it kills me because it's like a hybrid, uh, uh, highbrow almost uh, concept. And as a T-shirt, I think it would be wonderful. He wanted to know if we mind it. I don't know. Did you get a look at that? No, I never even got a chance to see it. It is the, uh, it's an artist's rendition of an elk. Uh, oh, but God. the antlers are forming the word netheads. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm like a third hard. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm sure that's the reason why. Um, <laughs> yes, that's the only reason. Had nothing to do with a certain link that, um, Piper Stash sent out. Thank you so much, good sir. Oh, boy. Somebody's having some fun without me. Uh, anyway, so, uh, buy one elk. You know, so hence the elk. I'm assuming it's an elk, but if you look at Z Digital 13's uh, history, I believe he's the one who who put it together. If you want to check him out on Twitter, and uh, I I actually think it is a it would be a great inside joke kind of T-shirt. Sure, yeah. You know, I mean, I, honestly, I I really think it would be cool, and maybe yeah. we can start giving some of some of them away. Excuse me, I'm a little verklempt. <laughs> I'll give you a topic. Um, Rhode Island is neither a road nor an island. Discuss. Oh, Lord. Your boy, you're just, uh, you're just, uh, <laughs> you just don't know what you're doing anymore, do you? I don't, I, I, I've checked out. Actually, the holiday year has taken over. Yeah. You know, for those of you, um, that don't know, it's a technology podcast. We are a podcast about podcasting too, depending on which category you look at. And uh, right. Trent is my co-host who resides in Utah. I'm in California. He's in Utah. And mm-hmm. what's happening is he is getting the uh, internet barking sound when I speak. So, I, like, right now, I don't think he can actually consistently hear the words that I'm saying. Well, I can hear some of the words you're saying. But you know what? We're Sometimes, no matter how awesome you are, you could be a router ninja for hell's sakes. And you're still susceptible to to the wheels of the internets. Yes, that's true. Because it is all about, you know, uh, hips and hops through here and there. So yep. you can't... Uh, you can't rely on internet 100%. And I believe ZDigital13, uh, if you're following hashtag NetHeads on Twitter, uh, may have posted a link to the t-shirt that we just mentioned moments ago. Uh, awesome. Either that or my uh, phone is trying to entertain me by vibrating the table. Not more yeah. wish. That's why I love doing NetHeads because, you know, I've got Twitter on the phone. That's the only way I usually use Twitter at all is on oh, my really? iPhone. Yeah, that's about it. And... um and so when we're doing the show, it just lights up like my Christmas tree. Just <laughs> It's like, bam, bam, bam. Wow, people really are listening. This is exciting. <laughs> They're talking. It's cool. The wife's like, Will, people do like you. Yeah, they really do. What do you know? <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, Actually, awesome. you know, that was an... Uh, I'm I'm in no way making fun of my wife. This has been an emotional experience for her, especially oh, you know God. trying any, to losing any pet is a is a tough thing, man. Yeah, and and you know it's been a, it's been a rough road because when it comes to to pets, they go through varying degrees. And unfortunately, over the past few years, um, I think the cat's been suffering from dementia. It used to be my wife was the only one that the cat would inter was willing to interact with, really? and uh, you know in in the past couple of years, he's gone from her to nobody. So, yeah. you know, it's kind of like it's one of those difficult crossroads you come to because you're like, you know, even if, uh, you know, we could the only option for treating the cat would have been uh, extreme hospitalization, which I mean, do they uh, I don't even know if that exists for cats. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if it were you a dog, I mean? yeah, people come crawling out of the woodwork. But 
<laughs> seems like vets just don't care when it comes to cat. Yeah, no, a cat comes in like, ooh, yeah, it's uh, not no, no, looking that's, good. That's not the case. There. That's not the case, really. Hey, you know, vets, really- vets love all animals. But but what I'm saying is, you know, it would have been like extreme because there's no way to there's no way to treat. I mean, it's like like we you can't treat that in humans. You know what I mean? How do you do it in a cat? Yeah. Well, and you can't. How can you administer medication to a pet that won't let you get near it? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's... today has just really sucked. And I'm looking for everyone else to make me feel better because I am a narcissist. <laughs> no. That is the reason why I'm sitting here behind a microphone in the in the face of great tragedy. I want you all to entertain me. Um, I want you well, to make me feel better. Make sure you just tell your wife. Even even Mary from the UK has said uh, on Twitter with the hashtag NetHeads, thanks for doing the show, Will and Mrs. Will. You know, because yeah. she knows that it's just as much... Her support, you know, being okay with you doing this as it is you being okay doing with it. Yeah, because really it's all about abandoning my family for at least an hour to 90 minutes every Sunday. <laughs> what, let's, let's not, uh, let's not try and polish a turf. It's really what it is. Um, but it's been a very interesting week. Now I've figured out, uh, some things to do, Trent. Yes. And, and when it comes to, uh, like recent television talk, if you will. Okay. Because the uh, Sons of Anarchy season finale happened this past week, didn't it? It blew up in our faces. It's over. Okay. And so that happened this past Tuesday. I just need to make sure because my my sense of time and space is a little diluted, a little messed up. Discombobulated. Yeah, I'm a little out of sync. So um, what we're going to do is we're going to reserve these topics to the end of the podcast or the end of the show if you're listening live. The reason being, and by the way, sorry, Soundbite Nation fans, if we're going to delay you 30 minutes. I don't know if we're going to go the full 90 or if we're going to go 60. I don't know what we're doing. We don't Uh, know because... And those of you that have downloaded it, you don't give a crap. Yeah, they're Uh, like, what the fuck is he talking about, dude? Yeah, I don't. why does he keep talking about, like, if you're listening live? People actually listen to podcasts live? That makes no sense. (laughs) Then it's not a podcast. My mind's just melted. Well, it's true, because realistically, we're not doing a podcast. What we're doing is we're doing a show that we're then repurposing later. Yes, for as, all a, in, as a podcast. For all intents and purposes, this is a radio show. Mm-hmm. And that's what I call it. Every Sunday night, I do a live radio show. Well, and not only that, it, that here's the thing, folks. I'm not going to lie. I love telling people that I do this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it gets it gets me like, you know, five-eighths hard. And when I do, I just say, oh, I do an internet radio show. See, but you gotta just, you just gotta take the word internet out of it. I, I, I just, I can't, cause then they're like, oh, what station is it on? You know what I mean? So I, I, if I say internet, it's, it's a little that's bit more, you when, know. That, that's when you go, on. well, it's on Smodcast Internet Radio. That's <laughs> where you throw that out. Okay. Yeah. And they're like, point. what's a Smodcast? And at which point you slap them and say, I don't know you. F off. I'm done with you. <laughs> Shut up, grandpa. Oh. Oh, let's see now. Oh, yeah. By the way, uh, Mary, uh, across the pond there, she says, I watched the whole of, uh, Sons of Anarchy. So I could join in on the show about it. I loves SOA now. Who doesn't? So what she we're going to do like is the whole everything, like the past four seasons. Yeah. Well, I mean, and believe me, I understand powering through episodes. I, I yeah. just got all caught up on Dexter, Dexter, um, recently. Oh, nice. Good, good. Uh, but we're going to save all this, the, like the spoilery TV talk to the tail end of the show. That way, if you want to uh, come back and re, if you want to tune out now, you can. Uh, well, not now. Don't please don't turn that out. We're not doing that now, but. <laughs> When you're listening to it, you know, we'll come to that point and we'll, we'll let you know. And, and that way you can come back and revisit it later if you haven't gotten to those topics yet. Because like, lo and behold, of one, of any topic I thought we couldn't be spoilery on, Mm -hmm. somehow, uh, because the, uh, the Muppets is 
not across the pond yet over in the oh, UK and it's a, shit. yeah we actually oh, of all no. the things oh my gosh nethead oh. spoiled the muppets uh, even though you know i we didn't really talk about a whole lot but that's you know that's like that's like anal raping christmas yeah you know, there's you just oh I'm I'm sorry for all of our listeners over there that Americo seventy six says listening live to the live cast inner pod radio cast. <laughs> oh, and Ratter Ninja's just now getting into the Walking Dead comics, which I have been um I have been re reading. I went back and reread those. I think I mentioned that last week. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, I I went back just so I can because really when it came to the Walking Dead comics, I powered through them. So you did it. You went, you got through like all 14 volumes in like a month. Yeah. It was even under that. I think it may have been two weeks. So there were Gosh. some, some details. I mean, cause like there were things I couldn't remember. So I went back and I, I revisited those and I relived those just to, just to say that I could, I guess, but also to get caught up on the details. Cause I'm like, wait a minute. Now how did that character go away? Right. Like Otis. Otis existed in the comics. Otis existed in the, um, in the TV show. Uh, for, yeah, for one episode. Yeah, so they, well, no, Otis was around for two at least. Come on, man. Okay, uh, But, sorry. you know, I couldn't remember how Otis Otis left us in the comics. And then when I went back and reread, I'm like, well, no wonder I didn't know. And for those of you reading the comics, you'll know, I don't want to spoil it because apparently right. we do that now. Yeah, we kind of do that. <laughs> we need to come up with a spoiler alert sound or something. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, just like a, wah, 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 you know, like the... God, my sound effects are terrible. Yeah, yeah, but you know something like a like the red alert klaxon from Star Trek. Yes. By the way, I almost almost adorned my Christmas tree today with a Star Wars ornament. Whoa! But whoa! Oh, but <laughs> I didn't. Now it wasn't because I'm a snob. I'm not one of those uh, Star Trek forever. Ooh, Star, Star Trek's War- better than Star Wars. No, see? It's not the case. Um. It's because I they they're out. You know, every year they come out with uh, Hallmark. Whenever they do licensed right. uh, material, they always uh, only come out with certain things every year. Well, this year now, I'm, Trent's going to be like, "Well, I know I've only got my jokey um, wreath on the the front door, but I may consider getting a tree for this ornament." And that Which ornament is? is Slave One. Oh, Boba Fett wow. ship. Yeah, buddy. I saw that. I'm like, oh, okay. Are you serious? I was like, today I was like, ah, I'm not going to get an ornament. I was almost considering the 1966 Batmobile oh. from the TV show. But then I saw Slave One. I'm like, oh, my God. Really? And, of course, I looked down. It's the only one that sold out. The only one. Oh, I can imagine. Oh, and, and Will, Will, uh, parents came into, uh, into town this week and brought a miniature Christmas tree because they took pity on my soul. <laughs> And my and, and and bless his heart, my father would not leave until all the ornaments that he had purchased for me were on there. Wow! Didn't no, wait. No, do you mean took pity on you just in the fact that our, our godless heathen son won't even set up a tree, or just <laughs> I just it's so sad he's so broke he can't even afford this dinky little piece of crap tree. Which one is it? I think they worry about me and Sherman just being here together all by ourselves <laughs> in the house in the cold, all locked up, not talking to people. And I'm like, no, no, I've got tons of internet friends, mom and dad. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> they're like, son, we've seen Nightline. That doesn't end well. <laughs> and my dad comes in and says, Trent, what did you plan on doing with the tree? Yeah. <laughs> Man, but that, I saw that slave one and I'm just like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I want that. 
that's dude that is super badass well i mean okay so for for our listeners who might be tuning in for the first time will uh he does have his own tree separate from the family tree right yes the nerd tree you're, you're geeking it out a little yep even and though even though this weekend was supposed to be the big making the tardis tree topper that's i want an update on the tardis i got distracted man I got distracted because somebody else gave me the blatantly obvious alternative option. Of? Which you're probably not going to know so much. Uh Uh-oh. Especially if you haven't watched, for example, the season three episode Blink like I instructed you to. Wait, season three? Which one was that? It was David Tennant and uh, I can't remember the name of the... Whatchamacallit? (laughs) The companion. I couldn't remember. I can't remember who it was. But right, it was in between, blonde? no, not the blonde, the one after the blonde, but before oh, okay. Donna. Okay. Why well, can't I remember her name? Anyway, um, so, uh, but it's an obvious tree, because what are the two traditional tree toppers that people do? They either do one or the Angel other. Angel or a star. Right. Now, in Blink, we're introduced to a char- the characters known as the Weeping Angels. Aww. And what these are is they look like granite statues, Trent, that are okay. angels, and they have their eyes covered, right? Right. And then the whole, and then, you know, they are quote unquote quantum lock characters as a protective uh, measure. They can't move as long as any living creature is looking at them. But if you're okay. not looking at them, they can go all over the place. Right. Which is why they cover their eyes because even if they were to look at one another, they would, you know, become, you'd have two deadlocked statues staring at each other, never able to move because they're also living creatures. You see where I'm going with this? Don't they like bump into each other then when they're flying around? No, no, no. They, I don't know, man. Don't, don't get me wrong. It's gotta be a lonely thing when you can't even look at the others of your own race if you think about it. But, yeah, tell, so, yeah, but, I wonder what that would be like, yeah, Will. So a, uh, so a weeping angel tree topper is also a great idea. Okay. So I got distracted. I was like, oh, yesterday I was, I was Did ready you to start on one. No, didn't start on either. Why would I do that? <laughs> Christmas is only in 13 days. Yeah. Cause guess what? Tomorrow starts our 12, our 12 days of Christmas, mon frere. It does. It does. Yep. And on the uh, 12th day of Christmas, on the first day of Christmas, my friends, what will we be doing for our netheads? Nothing. <laughs> no, I, you know, I've seen quite a few people in the Twitter feeds. Uh, who have who have come up with their own nethead Christmases? Well, uh, I know, but Christmas. but a really, if a show had some serious juice, okay, uh-huh. if we had the power and the might, we would be doing a giveaway every single day for the twelve oh, days right. of Netheadsmas, right. for example. Right. So so like you know, the net five twelve Green days Lantern of Rings, Geekmas, something. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, we could. Uh, I, the five rings I could get covered. I could take the plastic promotional rings that came out with oh, Blackest Night. Right. I have yeah. at least I could give away five of those. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't have them anymore. But then I, I was going to say, give, would you be willing to part with the power five rings? Five lantern rings, and it could be like five of those. But right. But then which ones do I keep? Well, I keep the green, the black, and the white. That's what I'd keep. Yeah, that's true because that's all you really need. Yeah, we'll give up the violet, the really, really, the really all you need. All you need is the white. Orange. Well, I don't know, man. I didn't I didn't get through brightest day, so I wouldn't know. Ugh, try getting through blackest night. Actually, you know, when you when if you did that on the fringe, if you just stuck with the blackest night comic and the green lantern comic. Oh, and didn't do all the tie-ins. Didn't do all the tie-ins. Sure. It's okay. Because yep. all the tie-ins, 
Right. Those were the lamest examples of tie-ins Ugh. ever. It was like a peripheral yeah. story that we're going to attach on. It's kind of like the leech attaching itself to the body <laughs> of the main story. You know, it's got some of the essence of the original, but really it's just not as good. Uh, and that's one thing that DC could definitely learn a thing or two from from Marvel. I mean, they both they both do things well, they both do things not so well, but Marvel's tie-ins are pretty awesome. Look at Spider Island, for example. Yeah, thank you. Uh, it's either Anglo Fanatic or Anglo Tanatic uh, Forty Two for bringing up that Martha was the companion I was talking about. Oh, dude, okay. you gotta hey. watch Blink though. That's such a great episode because it's it's a perfect standalone episode because it features actually very little of the Doctor and his companion. Oh, really? Very little. Yeah, like if, as a standalone episode, it's really good. Huh? Yeah, give it on to season three. Blink, come on, do well, it. I've got, I've got, I've got. One paper left to do. I got, I got, I got. You were like in the mix there for a second. (laughs) I've got one, uh, master's paper to do and then I am all over. I'm, I'm going to get so far up Doctor Who inside of Doctor Who that I will become one with the Who. Speaking of inside, I got to tell you, I love, (laughs) love having a kid. Okay. Okay. Eight years old. Uh, we're, we're running errands today. And my, my wonderful, my wonderful daughter is in the back singing, uh, Jingle Bells, right? Sure. And you know the intro to Jingle Bells. It's the whole dashing through the snow. Through the, yeah, huh? Yeah. On one horse open sleigh. Yep. She's in the back singing and somehow she gets her words jumbled and tangled up and we, you know, we hear dashing through the slow snow, uh, in a one whore open sleigh. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've never been in a one whore open sleigh, oh, but oh, oh, I have. It's 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 the trunk of an '82 New Yorker. <laughs> oh man, that was a, that was a real gem. That's one of those ones where you're like, I wish I was getting a recording of this so I can have this forever. Forever, exactly. I mean, shit, dude, you pull that out and you've got you've got the next YouTube. Is this real life? Ooh, ooh, Z Digital you know Third. Uh, 13 says, uh, Blink should be a NetHeads Netflix Christmas party. I agree. That's a good idea. We could do that. Okay. And Fatman2124 wants to know, nerd question, which is your favorite Green Lantern? So, so are, are we talking of, of the entire Lantern Corps? Are we talking just the, the ones like, let's you just know, say Guy, for the ones Guy for Garth our or... sector. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with Hal Jordan. You're going to go with Hal Jordan? Yeah. See, when I actually finally got the nerve to sit down and read some Green Lantern, it was when Kyle was manning the ring. And that was after, oh, God, I that was after the that. whole parallax yeah. thing went to, had blown to hell. And that's right. You know, the one, um, the one guardian created, recreated one green ring and one lantern. Right. You know, and, and Kyle was the guy. So, and, and, about, yeah, that's, yeah. and his was a messed up storyline too, dude. Like really horrible when it, cause he first, he gets this, this weird little dude shows up, gives him a ring. The one of the guardians, right? Yeah. And then, you know, shortly after that, somebody kills his girlfriend and stuffs her in a fridge. Oh, sorry. Spoilers from a comic, like <laughs> oh, a decade well, old. Oh, well. So, oh. uh, Calvin says, uh, his is guy, uh, because, uh, guy's a funny jerk. He is. No, now see, that's just it. Um, the movie that came out, uh, Ryan Reynolds was Guy Gardner, not Hal Jordan. Ah, good point. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like he would be a great Guy Gardner, but was just not a good Hal Jordan. <laughs> uh, Z Digital 13 says, I really like the green one. 
but <laughs> but really, my favorite Green Lantern is Nathan Fillion. Actually, he but he played Hal Jordan. He was voicing yes. Hal Jordan. In yeah, he did. The and most recent Green Lantern cartoon, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh, he did a fantastic job in those. Hmm. Uh oh. Uh, Caper Girl Mel says, uh, I thought the new Xbox update got rid of Netflix Party. Oh, darn it. Oh, shit. It better not have. That's lame if it's the case. If I, I'm going to go try it out after this. And if that's the case, I'm going to take a shit inside the tray and just send it out to, to uh, the Xbox Live. Can I do that? Uh, if you want to get rid of your Xbox like that, <laughs> sure, dude. <laughs> and the cool thing is Americo76 agrees with me. Uh, or He says Jordan for the win. And then it was pointing out that it was Gantt that, that gave Kyle the ring. So... But yeah, I mean, for a lot of people, Jordan is the one true Green Lantern. Well, I mean, he's 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 always going to be there. He's not going anywhere. Whereas the other ones are kind of hit and miss. Yeah, true. And he's he's noble about it. You know what I mean? Like, like sh- sure, Guy Gardner's you know a funny you know he's he's almost like a Deadpool character when it comes to it as far as you know, or maybe like a Lobo character. But um, Guy Gardner like. When you think about the the mythology and and the the weight that's given to to Green Lanterns, it's a pretty serious thing, and I feel like Hal Jordan measures it well. <laughs> Cal, uh, too many people have actually brought up already. Uh, both Von Cleef and uh, Calvin bring up. Did you remember when Ke- that Kevin Smith was Hal in Duck Dodgers? He did. He did. There was a brief stint. You know, Hal Jordan shows up in Duck Dodgers, and it was Kevin doing the voice. Oh, really? Yeah. Boy. I, I didn't know that. Well, that's why these people are the true netheads, and we're just the posers that have the air. Well, I, we're netheads. They're smotomites. Smotomite! They shall be smitten, smotted down. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I just don't know what I'm saying anymore. I'm sorry. Yes. Yes. Oh, also, uh, earlier today, Z Digital 13 had, um, was just commenting on how you and I don't necessarily respond in time with the tweets that come in. You know, sometimes I'll respond to one from a couple of days ago and then one that's right next to it and you do the same. And uh, he, he said that you are like a uh, uh, one of the time travelers and I am, am your uh, companion. So I'm like River Song. Yeah, they referred to you as my sexy female companion, though, I thought. Well, I was really going to leave kinda... that out. That's, uh, that's what I was going to I was going to leave that out, but you didn't. You, uh, you brought that up. Oh. But folks, I'm in it for the magic screwdrivers. What have we not heard? What have we, what have we not read in the latest issue of Green Lantern? Ooh, what are we missing? Oh, you know what? Uh, I, I went and picked up $150 worth of comic books. Holy on- crap. No wonder your dad had to buy you a dinky tree <laughs> with ornaments. <laughs> well, I've got my priorities straight, mister. Yeah, obviously. Uh, so that's the other thing. As soon as this last paper is finished, I'm going to s- sit my ass down and just read comics. Good man. That so is far, good. I, I am really far behind. Holy shit. That's a lot of money on comics. It is a ton. Of, like, uh, I'll take a picture and, and post it. It's just a two huge stacks of comic books. How on earth? I mean, do, do you? Oh, that's just what happens when you go in. I mean, like, how many is that? Uh, I, you know what? I, well, if you figure it four bucks a piece. Uh oh, we're doing math. I, I, I'll let you do it, Will, because I, I don't even attempt that shit. One hundred. Wait, what? You said four dollars a piece. Well, yeah, between two ninety nine and three ninety nine. Okay, a piece. and we'll forget about tax right now. So sure, four dollars yeah. a piece. That means that's at least thirty, which is one hundred and twenty of them, yeah. right? Plus an additional four to get you to like one hundred and thirty two. Right. So you know, uh, obviously that's uh, where where was I? <laughs> I was actually doing good at math, and I derailed myself. So 30, 
30 comics yeah, was, and $4 dollars gets you, hold on, $30 and 4 bucks gets you to 120 comics, right? Which yes. means we're only 30 shy, and 4 times 7 is 28. So it's roughly 37 eh, comics. <laughs> roughly. Right? Am I wrong? Oh, it sounds good to me. Or is it 9 times 4 is 28? No. <laughs> 7 times 4 is what? That's 28. No, I'm right. See, you bastards have me second-guessing myself. You sons of guns, you. What, was I off on 37? I don't know, but we've just spent five minutes trying to figure out. Trying to do basic math. You know, the math that a fourth grader does. And right now there are some people that are just on the internet. just They're just throwing fits of rage because we're live on Smodcast doing this. <laughs> the truth 37.5 if i use a calculator so using my head 37 was a pretty damn good number okay yeah because sure. you factor in the tax and actually it was probably yeah. 35 like america sure. said carry carry the one 37 in a row <laughs> oh yes you got to do that at least once if you're on the network it's in the writer uh, uh yeah. <laughs> yeah so anyway how long we've we been doing this 27 minutes this has been the longest 27 minutes of netheads ever yeah I absolutely couldn't agree with you more, Will. You have no idea what I just said. You got hit with horrible internet barking, and you don't know what I just said, do you? No. <laughs> I was it the right response, though? No, it, it was wasn't. I about Carl's Jr.? No, I said that this. We've only been at this for twenty-seven minutes and been the longest episode of Netheads ever. It, oh. In the feeling of doing it, I, I just the, the whole thing is with everything that transpired. I actually had so much that I wanted to talk about. Right. Uh, but really, it just threw me for a loop after the fact. You know oh, what I mean? No. It's kind of like, yeah. it, it really, I almost feel it's in poor taste that I came in. Oh, no. No. Uh-uh. Nope. Don't agree. Do not agree with you. Because we. here's the thing, Will. As much as you have this front that, you know, well, I'm the man of the house and I had to go and take care of it, it affected you. And you come to your safe haven of people you've never met through, you know, aside from the internets. To, to, for, for, for closure, for, for a big manly hug. Wow, that's incredibly deep. Thank you. That's what, that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> hey, by the way, Trent, um, yes. I was looking at a calendar the other day. Okay. Which I often do. That's I sure. just wish for God that I didn't have to work. Um, and I realized something. Okay. Our usual day of broadcast. Falls on December 25th. Oh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so I figure we got to go one of two ways to do this. Uh, one of three ways. I'm sorry I lied. Nope. One of okay. two ways. It's that math thing again. Again, the numbers, they haunt yeah, me. They don't, they're not great. I figure we can do one of two things. We could either let those listeners who listen to NetHeads say to us, what they think would be the best show to re-air at 6 o'clock Pacific time on okay, Christmas on, on, Day. Yeah, okay. Or we do a special live show to a limited audience, at which point we do the eggnog show, <laughs> which we record ahead of time, and then we air live oh. from tape, right? Yeah, because yeah, let's face it, nobody's uh, gonna listen. 
I'm not no, going to lie. And for true. all I know, yeah. word will come down from high above stating, stating, run all of these smodcasts as a marathon on Christmas Day and we could be sure. preempted. Right. Which, again, it's Christmas Day. Who the f- is going to listen? Uh, I probably won't be because I, I, I will have partaken of my adult juice box at that point. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. <laughs> I'll, I'll have nog on an IV at that point. <laughs> So I'm, I'm wondering, should we, should we, should we open it up for a vote or should we do a special limited edition live drinking show? Because what will happen is what, what what will happen is this will only be available to like 20 people to listen live. Right. That's it. And then everyone else would have to listen to it as a podcast slash. Now, now what, now how, how would you dictate it as, as a live show? Like only available to like 20 people. Oh, that's really, really simple. We, we spend a whole whopping $5 on 20 streams. Okay. And then we say, like in advance, like, uh, I don't know. If you follow at NetHeads on air, it would tweet exactly the date and time that that stream would be available. Okay. And then and, you register for it. Yeah. And then, no, you don't even register. It's just the first 20 people to listen or the first 20 to get in and that's it. I, wow, I like that. Yeah, because that way it, it still gives us that live aspect so we can react to everybody. Sure. And, uh, or, you know, like I said, we just do the rear. Now, it, it, people, if you want to do your, uh, hashtag vote, hashtag netheads on Twitter, you can let us know that way. Uh, or. Let's, let's do a vote on the Facebooks. Yeah, cause the only other thing I was thinking of is if we did this corny pre-produced special where we do, you know, lots of, like, like, if we pretended it was a variety show, you know, <laughs> and, and now the special, you know, and now we're, oh God, what is it? Uh, you know, just, I'm trying to think of the right voice for it, but unfortunately <laughs> I'm already doing that voice when I sit here and talk. No, you could do like, a, like an Ed Sullivan voice. And now here on our special Christmas day, we've got, you know, and you go from there. You could do that or Lawrence Welk. Yes. But, you well, know, I mean, and make it sound like it's yeah. the NetHeads Christmas special featuring Trent Hunsaker, Will Wilkins, Harvey <laughs> Corman, Mark <laughs> Hamill. Sorry. I, you, you would feature everyone and then, then, then at the end you'd say, and Trent Hunsaker. Yeah, exactly. You got to throw that one in the distance. <laughs> just play one of those. as a cl- And then I like actually produce it. So, that, you know, we'd have to do lots of, uh, you know, if it were live, lots of Foley work. So, you know, like right. the sound of the audience applauding, laughing, ridiculous skits, that kind of thing. And Here's then the, the, thing. the truth of the matter is we're too lazy for that. Yeah, I was just going to say, Will, that would put your TARDIS back even farther. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we've got to have priorities, man. I know. Actually, do you realize how easy making a treetop or TARDIS is? Well, uh, apparently it takes weeks. Uh, no, it doesn't. <laughs> I mean, realistically speaking, I think we're talking about me sitting down and doing about, I think, an hour's worth of work. Not counting, like, spray painting the wood and then waiting for it to dry. But oh, we got a call. We got a call. We got a we got a phone line ringing. We don't know who it is. You're live with Will and Trent. Who are you? Where are you calling from? It's Amy Kins. Whoa! Oh, hi, Amy Kins. Now, that's it's a nice shock. To- it's nice to hear from you outside of Turntable FM, because, dear Lord, I've been addicted to that. <laughs> I know. And actually, I noticed that you got your own little bit of notoriety the other day, because when I said, hello, Trent, somebody went, Trent is a NetHeads Trent? And I said, 
<laughs> I gotta I gotta hang out more in this turntable FM and build up oh, my ego. God, dude, I tell you what, it is it is like crack. The, the first night I was ever on it, I literally was in it until I went to work the next morning. I forgot to sleep. Oops. Yeah, I can't even. Wow, I can't even get away with that. I tried fiddle. <laughs> I tried. I tried fiddling in the too fat to fly room one night, and on my fifth failed attempt to to get a spot at the turntable, I said, "Screw this! I got to go to sleep." <laughs> well, it's, that's just it. You're you're in there in the prime times. Going there, there's like three people. <laughs> what fun is that? I could sit here and play music for myself and two other people. Yeah, but it, it 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 comes and it goes, and usually like there's at least a decent amount of people in there, so you can burn some little DJ points. Yep. Mm-hmm. I called for a couple of things. Number one, Will, after the day you've had, you deserve an adult lemonade. <laughs> hey, wait, is Give that, that like wait, mic. wait? Is that like a golden shower? I'm not clear. <laughs> Because if that's the case, I don't want an adult lemonade. No, 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 no. That's not at all like. Instead, I'll I'll have what I call my special chocolate milk, which is made by this guy named Bailey's. <laughs> okay, special chocolate milk it is. There you are. That'll that'll do it, baby. Yeah. Both of them will kill a keyboard if you give them a chance. So you know. Which is better uh, than a golden retriever shower? Ooh. <laughs> no, I would never make Sherman do that. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, I do, though. I'm with you, but unfortunately, I've got to work tomorrow, and I'm sensitive when it comes to the alcohol. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, me too. Of course. Um, the other reason I'm calling is I'm wondering, and I, I missed, because I called, I missed sort of the very last part of your discussion about Christmas kind of getting in the way of the podcast. Um, yes. Often, Damn Christian holidays. It, I know. Would another option possibly be, since most people have the day off on the 26th, on Monday, Yeah. do something then? Oh, I have no idea. Probably, actually, that's the first official day of my vacation, too. Possibly. Mm -hmm. Who Mm -hmm. knows? I don't even know what's going to happen on the network. That may be the first day where I'm like, anybody want me to do the morning show? You know? (laughs) Who knows what will like, happen? They're like, wait, George Lucas is going to do the morning show? <laughs> I, yeah, I'm just going to um, get on and talk about the Star Wars today. Oh, Lord. <laughs> no. Uh, but actually, that I mean, that could be an, an option as well, but that's just no fun. But it could be fun. Other people are bringing up, you know, we could have live call-in shows at that time. Yeah. Because right, lots of people, I mean, almost everybody has that day off, so it's kind of like having a Sunday on a Monday. What are other people catching that I, uh, this is why I can't look at the Twitter stream while I'm doing the show. <laughs> you, uh, was it your Woody Woodpecker laugh? No, Caprica said, uh, I'm glad that I'm not the only one who caught that. Caught what? What did I do? Now I got to go through Fengar's post. See, this is why I read out. Oh, okay. The Woody Woodpecker laugh. That was what it was. Very good. Okay. And by the way, Caprica, that is an awesome handle for Twitter. Yeah, it is. But she, you know, I, actually, it, awesome. here's the thing, sir. You got to know, because like Amy Kins, do you know what podcast Caprica's involved in? Oh, uh, do I? Oh, I guess not. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> well, you know that other guy that calls usually every week? Oh, is that Mandy's okay, friend? Yeah. Yes. Or is that Mandy? That's Mandy. 
Oh, hi, Mandy. Dork. Uh, I put two together on that. I knew that. I, I, I hope I'm right, because if not, I just look like the biggest dick in the world. But <laughs> I do that anyway. So I'm good. Oh, this is like one of the worst shows ever. Stop it. I'm I'm going to get drunk so bad sometime that won't be tonight because I have to work tomorrow. Um, I think it's time for you to put on the spoiler alert thing. And um, I'm willing to be your Adam Wells for American Horror Story. I oh. would love to, but I can't talk about it. I haven't Will, seen it. Yeah, he hasn't partaken of the Forbidden Fruit. No, I haven't yet. But believe you me, just like I did with Dexter, I'll find my ways to get caught up. Oh, okay. Well, I can talk Dexter, too. I'm into all that creepy stuff. Oh, God. I wish we could, but guess who needs to get caught up on that one? This guy. Can you believe that? You know, for being the hetero life mates that you two purport to be... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we should really have our act a little more together. Uh, by the, oh, wait a minute. Hold on a second. I think I may have found the perfect, uh, ring, or the perfect sound. For spoilers? Maybe. Let's see. Spoiler. Uh, <laughs> if it played correctly, River Song saying spoilers would be Finish the perfect one. Finish it out, one. cause it sounds sexual. No, I can't. It doesn't play, goddammit. But that would be the one. Sample that. Just her saying spoilers. Because that's, see, that's one of the things that you've missed out, Trent, because you haven't gotten caught up. River Song, uh, who we are basically, not all the time, but most of the time, we're seeing chronologically in the reverse order, right? Benjamin Button. So uh, she constantly, her, her main line is saying spoilers because that's why she can't reveal all the things she knows because she's already lived through a lot of these events. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's, that's kind of like a, you know, a tongue-in-cheek when spoilers because, you know. Yeah. Spoilers, like, you know, because exactly. it's a TV show. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. Yeah, so that's what I need. That'll be the perfect sound. But anyway, that would be a, that would really be a great, um, that would be a really, uh, uh, sorry, great show to talk about if I had been getting caught up on American Horror Story. Has it has yeah, it, oh, has gosh, it, it is fantastic. Now, it came in the week after Sons of Anarchy, so it's pretty much also almost done too, right? For this season. Oh, uh, yeah, it should be, actually. I think yeah. it has two more left. Yeah, Just like well, Dexter does. This is supposed to be really, really interesting because there are medical things happening. Yeah, yes, there are. But we're not going to talk about it because Will hasn't got that yet. No, Fine. I've been I've been horribly... Re- well, because we're supposed to be a technology podcast, we're not to be talking about shows. <laughs> That's that's just our our own little uh you know thing we do. I, I have a technical question for you guys then. Oh, this will be good. It's kind of an IT question. Okay. And it's been this. There's one of the the people I work with. Well, I work for an insurance company, and we work with we have clients who are in, you know employers groups you know companies. And then we have their brokers that represent them. So we usually, when I have a client, I deal with both the client and the broker. There is one particular broker who has not been receiving any of my email messages. Uh Uh-huh. Except for when I send meeting requests through Outlook. She can get those. Mm Mm-hmm. And I went to my IT people and they said, there's no problem on our end. And she came back to me and she said, 
well, I need, like, a copy of the non-deliverable thing that you get back when you send me your email. Yeah. problem is, I don't get one of those back. Okay, now, no. in, in that case, what it sounds like, there's potentially two things going on. The first is you have been unwittingly assigned to the junk email folder. Yep, exactly. Okay, that could be because meeting requests are a standard... Uh, type of communication that wouldn't be rejected by the mail server. However, exactly, it, it uh, comes in set, it dif- different from email. Yeah, so a a standard email, it, there may be. It's either you've been assigned to a block list, or there's a certain way your emails come structured that, uh, as a rule, are being defined as junk mail. Well, what she could do would be go in there and accept all email from your email address. Has she, have you have you asked her to check her her, her junk email or her? Uh, Filtered email folder, whatever it's called in her uh, parlance. I have not. I have not. And I don't know if that's occurred to her because she's just, well, she's being a real bitch about it. Oh, <laughs> let me just send her a copy of this show right now. <laughs> that stupid bitch. She's asked me to. You know what I've resorted to having to do is to fax her a copy of every email that I send to the client. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. Are you serious? I wish I wasn't. Oh. Wow. That sounds miserable. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, and and of course this is all my fault that she can't get my emails. Sure. Mm-hmm. But of course. I can't, her, I can't give her an NDR thing. So I must be, you know, crazy and making this up. But whatever. An NDR? <laughs> you can't resuscitate her? <laughs> That's DNR. Oh, thank you. Sorry. <laughs> Got all confused. <laughs> I'm like God, this show is so dark. Receipt. <laughs> okay, non-delivery receipt. That makes a lot more sense. <laughs> Everybody. Ugh. Anyway, so uh, well, yeah, that's my advice. Those are the things I would check out. I mean, because it it, it sounds more like it's a client side issue than anything else. Especially if her IT people are saying, "Well, they need the non-delivery receipt." And you're not receiving one. Cause typically when the handshake is happening, I mean, cause your IT people, they're saying there's nothing on their end, which means that they're able to look through their logs and they're able to see that there's a clean handshake and a clean handoff between the right. mail servers. Now, are, you're not sending HTML emails, are you? No. Okay. Cause, cause a lot of times if you send like an HTML email, sometimes they'll just automatically view that as spam as well. So you should be fine then. Yeah. I, I would tell her to just go in and check her settings. That would be it. And then punch her in the gut and say, do it, bitch. Trent. I'm sorry. Dude, you seriously just crossed the line there. <laughs> she called her bitch first, Will. Well, I, I know. Well, actually, yeah, that's right. You're intimating a physical altercation between two women. It's not like you were saying it. Never mind. I, I retract at, my statement. At that point, it's kind of hot, right? No. <laughs> People wonder why I do most of the talking. <laughs> In person, so it's kind of you know. There's actually an image that might go along with that that you wouldn't want to encourage. Oh, right, right. Okay. <laughs> and now I've brought the podcast to a grinding halt. No, you haven't. You haven't at all. You haven't at all. I made the mistake <laughs> of trying to read Twitter again. This is the thing. I am just not a because uh, last night, if you if you folks had listened to Smidnight, uh, you know there was an ongoing chat room that also occurred at the same time. 
you know, we, we've bypassed the chat room concept because I feel with the hashtag netheads, if you set up the filter, you can pretty much follow along anyway, and people are talking together in that manner anyhow. Right. They're just limited right. to 140. I tried, the, I tried this midnight thing last night in, with the chat room. Yeah. And I've gotten so used to your hashtagging thing that I didn't like the whole chat room. Nah. Well, I mean, you know, we, we, we move forward. This isn't 1998. That's all I'm saying. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's not a dig. I mean, it's it's a viable thing. It's just I can't. I, I I've done back when I did Netheads on an on a different radio station. Yes, that's why I have such wonderful sounding bumpers. Um, I I I it, it had a chat room, and I quickly found that I can't follow along because you have to you have to keep things going, and you have to drive them. And the moment the driver gets distracted, the car veers into the median, and it all goes to hell. Especially when he's drunk. Yes, which that might be the problem. Last week I had my special chocolate milk and this week I don't. And if there's any week I should have been drinking, it's this one. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for your calling, McKenzie. Greatly appreciate it. Not a problem, boys. Always a pleasure. I'll do my best to get caught up on all these other television shows. I mean, let's face it. The reality is I've got to get caught up on American Horror Story. Trent's got to get caught up on Dexter. I need to finally get off my ass and watch the first season of Game of Thrones. Oh, oh, yeah. So, you know, there's a lot of TV to catch up on. And Homeland, too. I would highly suggest Homeland. Yeah. Oh, Loving the homeland. See? Me too. I gotta get caught up too. That's why you gotta love being able to watch TV shows on your iPad. Because I am able, in commuting, that's two hours of viewing time I have every single day. Yeah, see, I, I'm envious of you for that. Yeah, buddy. I get my TV I, yeah, she, in. She says that now until the first commute and you're like, God, I just want to be home. Why is it Will hasn't killed himself yet? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, I'm making reference to sitting on a commuter train. I'm not driving. Von Cleef says, Will, why are all these cars going the wrong way? <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with the traffic, but don't you guys know what Dexter's going through? This is horrible. Uh, no, I assumed I assumed you were on a train or or a, <laughs> or a bus or something. You gotta you gotta spell these things out though, because that's just people get frightened. Anyway, Amy, thank you very much. We'll talk to you next week, I'm sure. Okie doke. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Bye. Whoa. Why, what, what's with the heinous business I li- signal? I literally haven't heard that <laughs> that noise for at least 10 years. Bad, bad, Magic Jack. You suck. Uh, Will, I just want to let you know, right now we've uh, we've got a few people voting on our uh, Facebook page. With You know, you can set up the, the polls there. And the Eggnogathon right now is winning hand over foot. Oh wow, this is, is hand, interesting. Is it hand over, it's a hand over fist. I don't know, but uh, our hashtag netheads. I don't know what's going on here, but uh, Stat Tweesticks just tweeted: Netheads is getting popular plus six hundred percent the last hour. Yeah, that's because we're live, bitch. <laughs> Sorry. Eat it, stats. Americo seventy six says: I listen to Netheads on podcast, Twitter, and Morse code from Nethead WW's Christmas tree lights. <laughs> okay, so it's that time. We're gonna spoil some shit. So if you're not yes. ready. Uh, it's time to tune out and you're coming back next week because, uh, we got to discuss them sons of anarchy, man. Oh my God. Yes. I mean, it, cause I don't know about you, but the, uh, the season finale, although I got to admit, okay. In comparison, I think the, uh, the season finale last season, it was wrapping up so many things. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, it that- was a cool ending though. 
Yeah, it, like it, the, the 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 last five minutes were really cool. Yeah, exactly. So you know, there's a there's a certain a certain uh, bit of, of what have you that you know makes that kind of a big ah. thing. But this week's uh, the past season finale, it, it wasn't so much wrapping a bunch of stuff up. No, uh, uh-uh. as it was actually setting up the future. Yeah, for for a, like a whole new era, if you will, a, a whole, new generation. That's right, a whole new era for the Sons of Anarchy. This is SOA TNG. Yeah, baby, it is. That's right. <laughs> they brought in that weird robot guy, Data. You know, we got that weird guy with the banana clip on his face. Worf. Oh no, Jordy. <laughs> uh, Jordy LaForge. Right. right. So uh, for those of you that didn't see it, that's your time to tune out. But those of you that did, if you want to give your opinions on the uh, Sons of Anarchy season finale, feel free to throw the hashtag NetHeads on them. I um, I found it actually to be a very fulfilling uh, episode. Oh, me too, man. Because really, uh, after everything that's transpired this past season, I didn't want to see Clay get killed for one. Right, right. And, and the way that everything transpired I thought was genius because... Everybody kind of gets what they want except for Tara. Oh, by the way, I got to rewind here, Trent. Uh, there was something in our face that we completely missed. We just totally missed this. We're like, what's with Tara to asking everybody to tell him I love you? Uh, or getting everybody to tell her that she loves them. And we're like, she's going crazy. But that's not what it was, man. Before the end of that episode, she was turning on the Hippocratic Oath. Or Hippocratic? I don't know oh, what it is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hippocratic Oath. Yeah, you're right. She was she was actually taking her profession, and she was doing everything you could possibly do to make sure you're invalidating it. Right. Because it's not like she asked everybody to tell them, I love you. or She didn't ask everyone to tell her that they loved her. It was just Gemma right. and Jax. Yeah. And that's the reason why. Because she was going against the whole basic principle of being a doctor and giving them a way to kill Clay. Sure, yeah. She was crossing a point of no return for these people. So a she Rubicon, wanted to, if you will. Yeah, so she wanted to make sure these people were loving her in return. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if very... Uh, sure, yeah, she could also be going off the deep end, but, I mean, realistically speaking, I mean, that that that's a good reason why you make people tell you that they love you. Right. When you're crossing that line. So given that perspective, what do you think? Am I on to something? Is, 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 oh, is, as far as that's, that's why she did it or? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, without a doubt, man. Like, um, and, and not only that, it, it was like, I love the parallel that they, that they drew at the very end of the episode between, uh, Gemma and John and Tara and Jax. Yeah. Because both, in, in the, in, like, oh my gosh, it was perfect. In both pictures. Now, for those of you that haven't watched, uh, Sons of Anarchy, why are you listening to this? Uh, <laughs> Because they like to hear your voice, Will. Yeah, but, uh, you know, there was, in the previous episode, one of the things that Gemma finds when she's going through all the old stuff, looking for the letters or reading the letters, is she finds a picture of her with uh, John Teller. And he's right. sitting at the head of the table, and she's behind them. At the end of this episode, Tara has come in, and she says, I'm not going anywhere. I'm here with you. And she stands behind him, stands behind him and then it morphs from the old from the picture of them together into the old picture. And so it's kind of like we're seeing it. You know, it's like they're becoming these people in a way, if you will. Right. But uh, the interesting thing about that is, does that mean that, uh, that 
is uh does Terra have to become Gemma in a way? Gemma like the same machination that Gemma has uh, Sure. And and you know that 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 last episode she was very Gemma-esque. That's you true. know what I mean? Just very just in the way she Yeah, very manipulative. And even the way she touched um Jax's face and like and like told him that he that she loved him, it like it was like a mirror image of Gemma. Yeah. Very true. Uh now some other things though. Uh apparently you had passed the prophetic gift on to me. Uh, after you adequately called the location of Sophia for The Walking Dead through the microphones and through the Ethernet, I was touched by the gift. <laughs> because I you said had, you had the shinin. Uh, yeah, I got. I had. Yeah, we call it the shinin. No, no, uh, we call it the shinin for, got, for no, copyright issues. No, I got the. Sh- uh, no, it's fine, man. Hey, Stephen King's loose and cool. That's that's, that's a Simpsons but callback. We call it the shine. Um, <laughs> so I got the shine. Uh, uh, I called it that because it really it was nothing uh, specific. It was just that you know this one blatant contradiction. Danny Trejo on the phone with Jack saying, "Oh that yeah, Otto you, had you not totally flipped. called that man." So I'm saying he's got to be working with somebody. He's working right. with some government agency. I thought maybe he had an in with the uh, U.S. Uh, attorney's office. No, not the case. Which I thought was really interesting because going into this season finale. Kurt Sutter had so much on the line, and this entire season was building up to a point where you're like, the sons of anarchy are screwed. Right. There is no getting out of this. So how do you get them out of this? And so it turns out Danny Trejo and his cohort, they're actually uh, working with the CIA, and this one drug cartel is getting put is getting uh, basically funded and subsidized by the U.S. government to eliminate the other drug cartels and the problems that they cause. Exactly, because if you've only got one person trafficking drugs, all the violence stops. Yes, and so uh, they're instantly they roll in and they say, "Hey, U.S. Attorney, you are screwed. Here's our paperwork, and you're handing everything over and getting the hell out of town." Well, and and at the same time, though, and and like, dude, you know, I sing Kurt Sutter's praises. At the same time, and I understand why I did it. Blah blah blah. You wait till the eleventh hour to come in and say shut down the operation. Exactly, though, dude. It's come the season on. finale. When else I, are no, you supposed I, to do I it? I get that. I know, but the, the geekiness in me and the nerd has just got to be like, come on. No, I, I completely disagree. Because as a matter of fact, if you look back on the way these guys interact, because I did, I went back through some of the past episodes now because of this, okay. and, and look at the way that Danny Trejo and his cohorts' character interact. Okay. They don't exactly, uh, come off as hard drug dealers. They're like, they're giving verbal, or not verbal, they're giving IQs to one another. There's something going on. Right. Not, not IQ points. They're visually like looking right, at Right. Yeah. Like, like I, E, Y, E, Qs. Yeah. And it just goes to show too that theoretically, cause one of the biggest problems I had, uh, when you remember the Russians kind of stepped in and caused some problems like in the third or fourth episode. Yeah. And oh, mystically and magically, Lo and behold, the cartel guys are there to help out. That's not the right. case. It's probably the CIA's got them under surveillance. That's true. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. So it's like, oh, so that's why they're able to suddenly come into the rescue and and do this. Huh. Like, oh, that made little to no sense until you put it in that context. So yeah. I thought it was a good move because really they had <laughs> they had too much on the line. This the U.S. Attorney's Office was it basically going to have the the series finale events occur. Sure, yeah. Because you would have had everybody going to jail. So you needed something to diffuse it, and he did it in a realistic way for me. I didn't have a problem with it, and let us get on with the story 
that's really at hand and really has been the backstory to this entire season, which, which is, was the, you know, the inner yes. conflicts within the club. Which is what the entire first season was based on. Yeah. <clears throat> but the, all I'm saying is, uh, if, if anything like this were to happen in real life, granted, I know this is TV, Trent, get over it. Yeah. Whatever. Um, they wouldn't have involved so many people to know what was going on before the CIA said, nope, stop it, you're done. Get off, get off this case. Well, they really didn't involve a <laughs> lot of people, though, man. Did you see that SWAT team? Well, that was different. That's them moving in. They are, exactly. they were ready for the takedown. You wait until the very last second. So you've, you know, notified every single people, well, but, okay. shown them all. These are the sons of anarchy. These are the cartel. We're going to go in and take them out. And then all of a sudden, nope, nope, mm-mm. Dude, CIA. Are you the, serious? The cartel shows up and seriously. we're here. Yeah, no, wait, yeah. seriously. You're the U.S. attorney's office or U.S. district attorney's office, whoever it was. I don't know. I, these details, they're lost on me. You're putting together a gigantic case. You're trying to put together a RICO investigation. You you involve as little as possible until you know you're going to do the takedown. At right. which point, then, you can reveal everything because you're ready to take action. Until that time, right. you don't want to compromise your investigation. So why not a week earlier the CIA comes to the front door and says you can't do this? Because they didn't get – there wasn't anything on the table at that point. There was no action, so there's no reason to reveal. You know, they finally got their paperwork to where they could take action. They can move on the RICO. You see the U.S. Attorney's Office to move on the RICO. At that point, they're greenlit for action. That's the point where you have to step in and supersede. I guess. I guess, Will. Yeah. I guess. At least that's my take on the whole thing. <laughs> As we know, my back law, my, my background in criminology and uh, <laughs> your, law. Your, de- your degree from ITT in criminal justice. <laughs> yes, sir. That's why, uh, that's why I'm well-versed in these things. Uh, Americo, but Americo brought up the point too that Sam Crow is the luckiest MC on earth, and it oh is my with gosh, that. Yeah, it really but is. But it doesn't yeah. matter because they're still on the losing side. Because right. once the Sons of Anarchy don't serve a purpose, and once let's let's say for example everything plays out and the CIA successfully does what they've done, and the cartel is now the only one in charge, at that point they could just say, "Hey, U.S. Attorney's Office, you do your thing. It's cool now. We right. don't need these guys anymore." Exactly, because so, that's what they'll do. Yeah, th- so they're already on the losing end. Well, not only that, uh, you know, y- you'd referenced the the car chase at at the end of two seasons ag- or two episodes ago. Yeah, and that's it, something. Yep, that, it came right up at the very end. Yeah. So, uh, but and if you think about that, that and I, I've read some stuff. It's not like I'm an enlightened soul that knows these things. But Kurt Sutter said, you know, he's not even sure that storyline is going to play out, but it's something he wanted there, so that way there's something already hanging over Jax's head as he takes the reins. Not only that, when Juice was in prison, did you notice what TV he was show he was he watching? He was watching The Shield, wasn't he? Oh my gosh, yes. That killed me. I think they did that on purpose though to kind of show oh. that these are two different worlds, you know. Man, I that that oh, cuz the cuz the Niners are in The Shield a ton. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like, huh? What? I don't yeah. know what's going that on. That was that was really cool. That was a good nod right there. I liked it. Yeah. But uh but some other things that kind of happened, another thing uh I don't know about you, man, but like the whole juice storyline after his, uh, after his, uh, his talk with, uh, oh God, what's his name? The Irish fella. Help me out. Oh, uh, 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 oh shit. Yeah. See um, the microphone. It takes away our IQ points. <laughs> well, can we just call him Mick? No, definitely <laughs> not. 
you know, that was at the point where he's like, my dad was black. He's like, what does it say on your birth certificate? Half of us don't know our fathers. Yeah, exactly. But then again, I think that's the thing with a lot of these characters in these shows. Their tragic flaw is the fact, thank you, their tragic flaw is that they don't say these things to people. If they were just honest up front, right? you know, so much wouldn't happen. Um, but you know, then again, the, the interactions that are going to happen next season are what I'm kind of looking forward to because obviously now, not only do you have Clay alive, he's serves a purpose still, so he can't be disposed of, but he is also now just, uh, basically piney. Right. You know, just, just, just a seat at the table and nothing more. Just a seat at the table. So he's no longer going to have the power. How is he going to deal with that? And he can't do anything because people have got, uh, you know, intel on him. So it's not like he can turn. Right. Uh, and it's not like he can do something to take over. But the other interesting thing, even though we saw Gemma burning those letters at the end of the episode, Tara has still read them. Clay has still read them. Right. You know, the only person that hasn't. So, so uh, that's why I kind of think there was kind of that FU look between Tara and Gemma at the end of the episode because Tara's like, I got dirt on you still. You're going to yeah. sit back and get out of my way. Right. A lot of, a lot of interesting stuff to look forward to, I think, next season. Well, I, I just, to, to Kurt Sutter, you know, really good job on, on reining in what, in my opinion, got out of control in the third season. Yeah, good point. Good point. It, it was, just, I, if, if, if you were to streamline it, you really could watch the first, second, and fourth seasons and be okay. Well, I think you could watch, I would go the first, second, then I'd go the opener of the third, and then the end of the third. And then the end of the third. Yep, exactly. <laughs> as long as you, really? wa- as long as you watch the, uh, Previously on Sons of Anarchy. Oh yeah, where they well then they even do the season recap show. Yeah, so so you could uh, you could really gotta get away with that. Yeah, I think because uh, there was just a lot of frustration I think in the third season. Right. But you know that's what happens, and, and that's why again the third season finale was so potent. But the season itself, uh, for me in a way, was painful because it was nothing but getting these things to a point where we can tie up these loose ends. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know, I really think they kind of did the second season finale and then they're like a few months later, they get back in the writer's room and they're just like, ah, oh, crap. Now what? <laughs> where, where the fuck do we go from here? Pretty much. Yeah, that's that's my take on it. That's what I was thinking they went through. That's just me, though. I could be wrong, but uh, still, it was a great, great night of television for me. Yeah, no, really, it was. It, it was really, it was really good, and yeah, I was just, I was really happy with the final show. I was too. Not since the season finale of Wilfred have I been this touched. Oh yes. Which I'm also, I'm looking forward to coming back. See, that's the thing, man. It, I, I was sitting back today and I'm like, it's already December. Where did the time go? But then I realized I've got the soul sucking job during the week that right? just has me counting down the days to the weekends. And, you know, and then I'm trying to fill that painful void with television and everything else. So time goes by so fast. I, I'm, I'm not going to keep saying, Oh, I can't wait until this show comes back. Never mind. I'll wait. Yeah. I'm not going to wish got, away my yeah. time anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Ooh. Anyway. So that's the signs of anarchy talk. What else? <laughs> was there anything else that big that, Oh God, the, the, the mid season finale of community. Oh, that, that man was so somber, really well done, uh, not to mention some delicious eye candy. <laughs> thank you. Thank, Allison Bree, thank you. The funniest part, I read an, uh, an article with an interview from Dan Harmon. And one of the things he said that's, is that's that, the creator, right? Yeah, the creator of community. And he said one of the things that he does 
in every one of these hyper-reality shows is to try and come up with events that will f- make animated GIFs of Allison Brie get created. <laughs> now, GIFs, right? G-I-F. Yeah, and the funniest part was uh, she made mention – Allison Brie herself tweeted and made mention of the show, and she has- hashtagged it like, you know, happy Christmas, hashtag enjoy the GIFs. <laughs> and sure enough, I think within hours of the show airing, Reddit already had animated GIFs up. Oh, really? Oh, uh, that's that's awesome. America 76 is filling in, and he's saying third season of uh, Sam Crow was weak because there was an MC in Ireland. Season five will be Sam Crow in space. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. And Z Digital 13 says, not that anyone asked, but I'm still here. Just haven't watched television other than Community on Hulu. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I was, uh, and I got to tell you that that for a season, series, season, shit, mid-season finale. Yeah. Uh, the episode of Community was great. It was really well done. It was just it was. good, stupid fun. And, and by the way, this just coming after me finally sitting down to watch an episode with, of Glee with my wife again. Annoying the piss at her because I'm like, well, wait a minute, what happened to this person? What's going on with this person? Wait, I don't understand. And then it just cracked me up that the very first time the Glee Club mentions, and we're, next week, you know, we're this close to regionals. And Chevy <laughs> Chase said the same thing I've been thinking in every episode of, of Glee is, what the hell is regionals? They never shut up about it. <laughs> I don't understand what a regionals is. I still don't. And I've watched yep. Glee for what? All, all well, no, I don't want to say all three seasons because I've really this one I just kind of bailed on. Let my wife watch it. I didn't. <laughs> but 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 also though, here's the thing: like when when they started doing the Glee episode, you know, again, I was just like, oh shit, really? And and after the first song, I was like, ugh. And what came as the second song? The childish Gambino mm-hmm. in his fury of raptastic awesomeness, and I was sold. The rest of the episode, I was like, hell yeah, man, yeah. this is awesome. You're talking about the infiltrating Christmas rap. Yeah, 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 of 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 Donald Glover. Yeah, yeah, and that was good stuff. It was good stuff, especially since it also had Danny Pudi on Mike. You know, yeah, as Abed. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, by as the way, Abed. I that guy. I got to tell you, he is just. There is something about because he's been in other things. He's been popping up on other shows. Like as a matter of fact, this uh, past Friday's episode of Chuck. Uh, Danny Pudi did a special uh, guest appearance as you know another um, buy more character oh really and then spoilers if you're getting caught up uh <laughs> yvette brown who plays uh god why am i so horrible on character names what is it? she's the, the christian yes you know she also did a cameo showing with like ooh, who was that i'm gonna go find out so she was at the <laughs> buy more too you're live with will and trend who are you where are you calling from it's venner 2000 oh hey our biggest fan and our worst critic Greetings and salutations, sir. How are you? Oh, okay. I'm almost have to turn down the volume on my end of the phone. Wow. Talk Sorry. Oh, it's okay. Yeah, I know. It's, that's, it, that's my fault. <laughs> it, it's tweaking, and I apologize, but I gave up trying to fix it. I don't care. And just hold the phone away from my head. That's um, good. First off, condolences to your cat. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah, well, not to bring up the topic but i just wanted to you know like, I, I want to tell a little story if i may interrupt you sir <laughs> hey, don't, you'll get used to it don't worry I, I and i'm sorry to do that to you but here's the thing okay I, i'm not going and i don't mean this in in revealing that will is a soulless bastard that's not what i'm trying to convey here 
I have, uh, the cat's never liked me. Okay. He never liked me. Not once. I walk in a room. He hisses. He leaves. I can deal with that. Cats are unique beasts. Now in the, in these later months, however, um, he's also had certain, um, excretory issues, if you will. And one of the places that's been affected has been what, for lack of a better term, we call my studio. And uh, after the night transpired the way it did, and I came back and I'm feeling bad, I come here into the studio to assemble the rest of the uh, cat <laughs> items. And what do I find right in the middle of my office but a steaming pile of goodbye from the cat? As if to say, regardless, fucker, haha, I won. So, cat, I salute you. I shouldn't laugh. That's funny. Wait, the cat didn't like you, and it's certain just always would leave the room, sort of like your daughter with the <laughs> with the show. Yes, <laughs> you're not funny. Bye. Is, yeah, the the only difference is his daughter can articulate how how much we suck. Yeah, pretty much. What else is on your mind, sir? Uh, just wanted to ask Trent if he's still using his. Oh, sorry. I, I accidentally beeped on you. You might want to ask that one again. I just wondered if Trent's still using his HP touchpad. Yes, I am. Okay, because you just heard that HP is releasing the uh, WebOS to open source. Ooh. Open source, yes, exactly. And uh, tomorrow, if you, if you still want a touchpad, HP on their... Um, eBay site will be selling uh, the the smaller ones at ninety nine dollars and the bigger ones at one hundred and fifty again. Because yep. I was hoping it's like, well, hopefully he's still got it because I'm yep. sure yeah. now I'm going to start coming out with the good stuff. Yep, exactly. No, I, I and I think that's such a cool thing, putting it out to open source. And, and right now, there's already some some break type stuff you can do to it that have opened the doors quite a bit at it to the point where you can actually use all the RAM that it, that it has. Um, but I, I'm really stoked about it. And the more I use my touchpad and the more I use my, my galaxy, I think for the money, you can't beat the touchpad. Really? Yes. Wow. That that's kind of exciting. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. I just wanted to make sure it's like, I want to, it's like, I wanted to call in because, I mean, you're, I know you're running low on time, but I'm like, I want to get it back to this, some more of technology. It started to go that way with the IT call of Amy Ken. But <laughs> then we start talking about Glee. I'm like, all right. <laughs> Fuck TV this. Shows, <laughs> decent TV shows is one thing. But if you start talking about Glee during a show called NetHead, I've got to do something now, about it. Now, wait a minute, that. sir. <laughs> first of all, first of all. I have to tell you that uh no never mind I can't dig myself out of this one. There's no way you can there's no way you can recover with <laughs> You're you're trying. <laughs> no. I there's no way you can backpedal out of that one. You really can't. But you know even even fans of Glee will tell you that they're not happy with the show. So it's I don't feel bad bagging on it. Right. <laughs> well, it bags itself, so. Yeah, it does. <laughs> but uh do you watch Community at least? Yes, no? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let me ask oh, you a question. Do you feel that that show almost kind of became a parody of itself of late? Uh, no, it's, I think Trent said it last week when he said it's, it's getting a little too meta, or was it you yeah. who said it? 
It was yeah, one of it, both of us, probably. It's 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 almost turning into like the family, a real life Family Guy. Hmm. I don't know. Do you guys? Uh, do you think this is the end of Community? On on NBC, yes, I do. I don't think so. I think that NBC is going to realize it's like. I don't think I can see them really having to spend that much on the show because I can't really see the stars demanding that much money for another season. I don't know. I, here's the thing. It, the show is dangerously close to uh, hitting the magic number for syndication. Because oh, of that, right. they may say, you know what, NBC will really... And this is what happened, I think, with Chuck as well. They said, we'll drop the license fee. Just let's let's all work together to get there to that final end goal. Yeah, because of syndication. Number for syndication, yeah. Yeah, syndication is where the money is. By the way, Venator, is the is the sound better now? Yes. I was yeah. gonna mention that. I'm like, I'm not gonna let's, let's, everything by saying, Okay, it's better. <laughs> and then it'll suddenly go wrong or something. Oh, poor poor Z Digital thirteen. He says, Listen, people, the more you complain about community, the more you're going to miss it when it's gone. So stop. Oh, it. I, I agree. I, I am more I love that show. No, I, the only thing I'm talking about the show is and here's the thing. The way the show has been, I love it. The only reason why I make comment on it is because it also needs to be accessible to a wider audience. And I, I almost think it's in a way it's microcasting to people like us and not enough right. to the wider, uh, audience. I mean, the Glee episode, the Halloween episode, the alternate ending episode, all of these are episodes that diehard netheads, for example, would love. But, right. But the wider audience isn't quite going to get. Oh, can you can you see the the ratings that that G four would get if they picked it up into syndication? Oh yeah, there you go. I mean that is a that is the perfect audience. Yeah, they'd never be able to afford it though. I mean it's just basically right. like bottom tier in theory. I mean it's second banana to E. So I mean that right, yeah, happen. yep, exactly. Ugh. That's just so unfair. It's just such a smart show. Oh well. Well, anything else on your agenda, sir? Yeah, I just I wanted to mention since we're all done pretty much, I guess, with Walking Dead for the next few months, anyway. Yeah, buddy. I was thinking about it, and I'm like, I know one when I stopped really watching it when it was on first run, as in like not doing it DVR, but actually just watching it live. Yeah. And it was the very first episode of this season, and I know what the reason was when I was thinking back about it. When the zombies started ch- chasing after Sophia, yeah. the zombie that, the main zombie that took off after her, he jumped over the guardrail. <laughs> oh! That's something I never picked up on, but yeah, that yeah, he should have at least stumbled over it, right? That's right. Yeah, and it's like, and that's the whole thing. It's like, if you, just like some of them move slow, other ones run a little fast, and I'm like, that. it's like they're just playing loose with the zombie rules. Not completely, but enough that it's like, I noticed it and I picked up on it, and it was just in the back of my head, and I was just like, something is not right. And then I happened to watch it again, and I'm like, that was the moment. That was the moment, right? Yeah. 
I, I, didn't, a, I didn't even pick up on that one. That's brilliant, man. Yeah, yeah w- well well caught. And I got to say, though, uh, one of the things that I found interesting in rereading the comics is that uh, I find that they are they were starting to set up something that in that universe, in the comic universe, the the longer the the zombies have been around, uh, the less agile they are, in fact, becoming. Right. Because they ran across several where... You know, they were just losing the ability to even take action. They could do small bursts of trying to move and that's it. Which, you know, in my mind makes sense because there's only so long, you know, decaying flesh will be able to do anything in theory. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because realistically, you can't have a skeleton crawling across the ground. Well, after like three days, a body starts to liquefy. And right. You don't want to know how I know that. So. <laughs> well, that's in the that's in the real world, not this funny TV world. Well, yeah, but or you could say that maybe the reason why the zombies are still doing well at all, <laughs> as look as bad as good as they do, is because maybe they these zombies are fresh kills from some place that had like a safe area that got broken into it was overran yeah exactly yeah, yeah. i'm sorry uh, america 76 floored me said i have it on good authority that that zombie was a world-class hurdler when human <laughs> so <laughs> so there goes your theory sir you, you should have kept watching i can't stand to watch anything live unless i really want to support it the, the episode of community this i watched that live because I just was hoping that in, in any shape or form, the digital information from my box would let the network know I was watching live somehow, some way. Well, actually, I was once a Nielsen family, and it was not a box. <laughs> it was a stupid mail-in form that they mailed me, and you had to fill out, it was like for a two-week period. Mm-hmm. And you just had to just, it was like, you know, the, you know, like the little fill in the blank or the little, what was the name? Like a journal. You had to fill in a viewing journal. Yeah, yeah. And it was annoying as hell. And after a while, you just were like, okay, let me look at the cable listings and see what's coming up. What should I be watching? I'll probably be watching this and this and this. And you just fill it out ahead of time and mail it in early. And they wouldn't even complain about it. Yeah, that's scientific. Yeah, it was, it was not, there was no Nielsen box, at least in the last 10 years. I'm sure they haven't been using the boxes for longer than that, but at least when I did it, it wasn't a box. <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, one of the people also in the, uh, chat uh yeah in the netheads chat if you throw a hashtag netheads uh they they link to one of the things that i want to see in my area for next year this is a great concept guys imagine because i don't know if you've noticed if you follow me on twitter occasionally i i run right yes and it's not because i'm being chased and (laughs) so i run 5ks i do this i do that because you did a thanksgiving 5k even yeah i did because i wanted to earn my turkey sure but uh but there was one thing i caught wind of around halloween that i want to see in my area and it's called you can find out more about it at runforyourlives.com and the idea is they set up a a 5k track in a in a like an area it'll have certain obstacles like downed downed logs that kind of thing and you you basically have a certain number of flags on your belt 
okay? And you do the 5K, and the the course has zombies. Oh my hell! And you know the, the only thing, the only way you're going to get deaded is is if they capture your flags, just like in touch football. But still, you know the goal is to try and finish the race and survive at the same time. And I think that's just genius. I, I'm that dying is to do it. Awesome! That is so awesome. A zombie infested 5K obstacle course race. Hell yeah! Oh, that's that's that is genius. I know. I got to get one set up out here, brother. Oh man. Yeah, they got a Facebook page. They're, I have been following them for a while, and it's like, yeah, it's start this year. Finally, they're starting to actually. They were in a couple of cities, so it's like they're really doing well. And yeah, people are behind it because it's you know zombies are the thing now. Yeah, and 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 let me tell you something. It takes very little to help motivate you to run faster. Um, this past race, I I ended up you know. I pick one person, and once I got beyond them, I actually ran faster than I ever have because I wanted to make sure I stayed in the lead. You know, add somebody trying to pull stuff off my body, I'm running even faster, baby. <laughs> Unless it's my wife, but that's a different story. And Rusty Jones had just uh, posted the link for there if anyone's really interested in Run For Your Lives. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I don't up your time much longer here so i'll let you guys go <laughs> all right sir well, thank you it's always good to hear from you you're one of my favorite netheads thank you for listening and uh and of course please tune in next week and i'm deeply saddened we won't be able to have any more netflix parties I, well i'm as long as it wasn't any you know if it's not any more thanks killing that, <laughs> that's a good sign actually but <laughs> <laughs> all right man have a good Take one care, sir brother so, uh, so does that mean we've gotten a confirmation that the Netflix party feature is gone? See, Digital posted that it, it, it is for sure gone. I haven't done the researches yet, but uh, shit, if that's the case. You know what? If it isn't the case, then we'll just have to do a thing where, you know what? Hopefully you have Netflix and we'll just all try and sync up. Yeah, start at the same time. Yeah, you know, it's just like we're going to go 10, cent count, 10 second countdown and then press play and then hopefully yes. it all comes together. Yeah, because ca- that's what Caper Girl did. Um, because uh, they don't have they didn't have Thanks Killing in the Canadian uh, Netflix, and so she just found it streaming and then watched it with us. Right on. So you know we so. can do that kind of thing. That might be good Absolutely. too. Because Lord knows I'd love to get drunk and watch Doctor. By the way, I I want to apologize to my family. Uh, for some <laughs> reason, yesterday I got fixated and I was uh, I just gave myself a mini marathon of Doctor Who. Uh, there's a there's a line in one of them. It's just a stupid line. It's a throwaway line, but uh, the doctor's filling in for this guy that he's uh, living with in in the episode. It's called the Lodger. It's from season five. Okay, right? And you know, somebody brings him tea and biscuits, and he tells the person on the line, "You know, can you hold? I have to eat a biscuit." And that line just it, it got oh, stuck in my craw, and you know, it's just <laughs> one of those things. You know, it's not like I'm ever going to get to use it in real life, but uh, you know, suddenly Saturday morning, I'm like, you know what? I want to watch that. And so I threw in the Blu-ray because my wife last year got me season five on, on Blu-ray. Okay. But that one, so it's season five and that episode is the lodger. And then it's the two part, what I like to think of as the two part season finale. So it's, uh, uh, the Pandorica opens and the Big Bang. And so naturally I just happened to accidentally press the play all button when I started the Blu-ray. Sure. So I watched that and then halfway through, uh, the Big Bang, I'm like, you know what? I really want to watch the Christmas special again. 
not the waters of Mars. No. So okay. so then I had to load up the Christmas special because it really is the Christmas most Christmassy Christmas uh, Doctor Who special ever. Uh, which, by the way, that's another argument for not really doing a show on Christmas Day because uh, theoretically we'll be counter-programming against the 2011 Christmas special, which will air on BBC America at 8 p.m. And uh, I'm pretty sure the internets don't exist in Wyoming. Oh, there you go, because you're going. Which is home where I will be. Uh, you gotta scrape them off, Claire. <laughs> that's a uh, that's a Scrooge joke. Which, by the way, one of the best Christmas movies ever. It is. What's another great Christmas movie? Die Hard. Thank you very oh. much. And Batman Returns. Lethal Weapon, the original. Yes. Say these are these are Christmas movies for guys, <laughs> right? Am I right? Am I am I right or am I right? Am I right? Am I right? Groundhog Day, not a Christmas movie. But a great Christmas movie for guys. Die Hard, the original Lethal Weapon. Nick Nolte, was it? No, wait, not Nick Nolte. Gary Busey himself as the villain. He he busts in on on Murtaugh's house. The TV's playing. It's like, what day is it? And he just turns the gun, starts firing. It's fucking Christmas. How can you not call that a Christmas movie? Come on. It's a Christmas movie. That's what I'm saying, brother. That's what I'm saying. But, uh, wow. Yeah. So yesterday, then we went from the Christmas special into, uh, I wanted to see the follow up, what I like to think of as the follow up to the lodger, which was closing time. So I threw that on. Right. So I want to apologize to my family for the impromptu Doctor Who marathon. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Anyway, I, I think we've uh, come to the end. So, you know, uh, well, b- before yeah. we go, no. um, er- earlier, y- yes. No, shut up. <laughs> Earlier in the day, uh, there was a tweet that went out with the hashtag NetHeads. Von Cleef, happy birthday. Thanks for spending your birthday night oh, with us. Oh, are you serious? Absolutely, man. Well, that happened last week, too, with uh, Stu62, didn't it? Yep, yep, it well, did. So, Holy shit, guys. Thank you very much. Belated birthday again to Stu62. And Von Cleef, happy birthday, sir. You can follow him on Twitter, at Von Cleef. And by the way, these guys and Fengar and all the likes of them, I don't know if you've noticed, but the NetHeads Entertainment does not stop. So make sure you use that no. new Twitter interface to put a hashtag NetHeads in there and just follow it all times. Also, if you do listen to us uh, as a podcast, please do us a favor. Give us a review on iTunes. I don't even care if it's shit. Just give us some traction. That's all yeah. I'm asking. Yep, it would be nice. And that's it for us this week, I believe. Uh, thank you very much to Soundby Nation for not minding to being belayed by 30 minutes. But, you know, it's all about uh, it's all about the delays this week, yeah. I guess. In the meantime, uh, my name <laughs> is Will. <laughs> my name's Trent. Why are you laughing? I don't know. What did I do? <laughs> it just, uh, it's the delays of life. Oh, just me being awkward. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These are one of those things. Maybe that's what we need to do with the drinking show, my friend. Maybe we need to do the podcast commentary. Oh, that's not a bad idea. So we can tell everybody right now, you just grab this, sync it up, and here we go. Sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll throw that up in the, uh, they can vote for it. That is a great idea. I think that's a great one. Because I would love to give you guys some insight. Like that last 20 seconds you just heard prior to me ranting about this, guess what that was? Will completely forgot what the hell he was talking about. <laughs> That's all it was. <laughs> I had something on the top of my head. I thought, hey, this is the direction we can go. And I go to speak to it. I'm like, wait, what was uh, that? What was wait, that? What, what happened? I don't Where know. am I? Where? Oh. oh, I'm on a microphone. Hello, everyone. Hi. <laughs> So that's a potential thing we could also do, which I'm, I wonder if there's a way to rig that on the Xbox Live. Uh, Not that I have one, but you know, eh. 
<laughs> Play an audio file, share it with everybody. Can you do that? I don't know. There's the, well, they do have uh, uh, the the Zoom store there, which Zoom. we are we are available for download there. We are. Yes. Hot damn! When that happen? Uh, uh, all Smodco products are. God damn it! That's amazing. <laughs> I just wasn't even aware of that. Where do yeah. I get my Zoom numbers? I don't even know. I don't know either. <laughs> I don't know anything. I know that we're overrun and we need to clear the way for Soundbite Nation. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for putting up with us for yet another week. Please don't hold this week against us. Tune in next week. Yes. We'd appreciate it. And in the meantime, my name is Will. My name is Trent. And you've been listening to another edition of NetHeads on Smodcast Internet Radio. It's Smodcast.com. NetHeads. NetHeads with Will Wilkins. This has been a production of Smodcast Internet Radio.